Welcome back, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whisker. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slashing Cast Network discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Throughout the month of December, we are celebrating Slay Season with a number of Christmas horror features. Uh, but before we get into tonight's double feature, uh, which is, you know, something we haven't done as of yet, Holly, uh, you know, you well, we just, do it more. yeah, you, you, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at holidays and, uh, you just came back from a holiday. Uh, I did. It was amazing. Sorry. I got a mouthful of, um, chocolate. I, I broke into the seats candy. Okay. <laughs> did you want to hear about my holiday or should we introduce the yeah. show a little bit more? No, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you've been up to. Cause, uh, it's been a few weeks. I went to Mexico and it was awesome. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Except that on the way back, I forgot that I had to get COVID tested. Mm. And I had to go to the next town over and get a rapid test. And I kind of threw a little wrench in things. But I made my flight. I'm negative. It's I'm going to test again in a couple of days just to make super sure. And then I'm ready for Christmas. Back on a plane. <laughs> so I went to Mexico. I went to Puerto Vallarta. And then I flew inland to visit some of my family in Topeka. And then I went to a lakeside hotel uh, really close by. I went to some uh, Christmas festivals in some tiny little towns, which were really, really rad and really dangerous, too. Mm -hmm. um, there's really no regulations around uh, firecrackers over there, fireworks. So uh, <laughs> there's this one that they call the bull. And a guy walks around and he's, he's got this weird metal thing that's in the shape of a bull over his head. And it, it shoots off these fireworks called feet seekers or foot seekers. And essentially what happens is like they go low to the ground and then they snake around and they get people. And you're like, that sounds kind of fun. But right before it started, like my cousins and uncles were like, Hey, you know, you should hurry and finish your meal because the bull's going to come around here pretty soon. And I was like, well, how bad could it be? And <laughs> once it started, it was all smoky because it just gets really, really smoky. People were screaming, like women were grabbing their children and taking men out of the way. And these like feet seekers, they hitch it and they burn. Mm -hmm. And everybody has a story about how like, oh yeah, my son got hit in the arm and it burned through his jacket and we had to take him to the hospital. Or like, oh yeah, this little old lady like fell down some stairs and rolled down the hill. Like they're really like serious stories and people still want these around. I don't know, but I have to tell everybody about this. <laughs> and then I went back to the beach in Sayulita, and Sayulita was the bomb, nonstop party. And I can't believe I said the bomb. I didn't. I don't think people say that anymore. <laughs> and it was the shit. People still say that. <laughs> it was really awesome. I'm gonna send you some pictures. You should check out Mexico. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, and the feet seekers. Uh, yeah, the feet seekers. Uh so you know, you you had Mexico. I uh just I shouldn't say I just got back. I had C two E two over the weekend oh, here nice. here in Chicago. So that was a that was a pretty good time. Uh didn't come back with as much uh merchandise as I normally would. It, it was really different, uh primarily because one this convention in particular usually isn't this late into the year. Normally it's around the springtime. Uh, and I don't know if like they just postponed it due to COVID reasons and then they just like slated it wherever, but like it's back on track to where it usually is uh, in 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was still a good time, uh, but definitely a lot more roomier at this one, uh, you know, uh, given the current climate. But, you know, right now mm -hmm. it's just like I step outside. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like Chicago is drunk. It was 
like 66 <laughs> degrees today in mid-December. Yes. Like I'm That's not amazing. I'm not even exaggerating. It was that warm today. And I'm just like, what the it fuck is like going on? <laughs> freaking 55 in San Francisco. Finally yeah. got cold. I finally kicked on the heater. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. That's nuts. Uh, but outside oh, of that, outside of that, like I do want to say, like tonight we are going to be talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night, yep. as well as the loose remake, which was released in 2012 called Silent Night. Which was pretty good, by uh, the way. Which, last night, I also watched a movie called Silent Night, completely unrelated to Silent Night, Deadly Night, or The Silent Night. Uh, is it, it, it is an overused title, but I will say this. Yes. Uh, I did oh, not read oh. the entire synopsis of that movie. <laughs> You're like, Kira I, I, I read, I read like the first Kira part Knight. of it, but like you know the the synopsis was so long that you know it had like to read more, and I didn't read the the up like the the back half of it. You know, I just is saw, it still a horror movie? <laughs> kind of, yes. It's so it's, still, it, it's still it's still a horror is movie. It a drama, but. <laughs> Uh, the, the gist of it is there is this holiday party and, you know, the family's all getting together, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, be notes to all of them, uh, it's basically the last night on earth because like, there's like this uh, apocalyptic event that is happening like that next day. So like, uh, there's just <laughs> that really mellow feeling throughout it, and, like, it was super dark. So, <laughs> I, I don't want to, like, go too too much into the movie, but basically, uh, like, there are, like, these, like, toxic gas tornadoes that are hidden, and, you know, people are blaming, like, Russia for whatever is happening, or the government, or whatever aliens, who fucking knows? But basically, the government has had, like, their exit plan, uh, so this family and all these friends, uh, were going to all take their, uh, exit pill. So mm-hmm. the government's plan was to send out all of these, uh, suicide pills for people to take, uh, because that was the better <laughs> alternative than getting killed through the toxic gases. That's kind of and, the, way and, the government's plan is for you to murder yourself. Yes. The, <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's, like, that whole discussion, and all the kids are upset, you know, because it's like, well, what's the point of, like, opening these toys if I'm not actually going to be able to get to use them? Because, you know. They got a point. The, the world is coming to an end. Uh, but, man, like, I, I thought that we should do something was going to be the most oppressive movie that I saw this year, which is another kind of, like, apocalyptic movie yeah. uh, that dealt with, like, a big storm and, like, a family was basically, like, trapped inside their bathroom. Uh, and you don't really understand what, what's actually happened on the outside, and that's never explained. But this movie was just, like, a punch to the throat. And, man, it's, it is not, it's not a feel-good movie. It was depressing as shit. Feel bad movie. <laughs> he feels sad. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I think um, I should get a Christmas present. I was thinking maybe you could tell me your name. <laughs> uh, you'll get a hint later. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. I can wait. I mean, I, I mean, or, or I can just <laughs> tell you that the, the director of one of our next features has my name. <gasps> Ooh, that's that, a good one. That, that, okay. That, okay. That, that's that, good. That, that narrows that. it down because, you know, we're, we're doing two movies. Jeez, we're so, three uh, movies. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know about that one, Chief. Okay. Okay. But anyways, okay, so tonight we're doing our original versus remake for Silent Night, Deadly Night. Of course, the original release in 1984 uh, was directed by Charles E. 
uh, Sinclair Jr., and then we have Silent Night, released in 2012, directed by Stephen C. Miller. So, you know, Holly, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, how the hell should we actually go through this? Because we haven't actually done any of like, yes, these comparison no. pieces. So what I did Maybe. was uh-huh. I was like, okay, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the backstory of the killer uh, sure. in both versions. Uh, mm-hmm. I also wrote down... Uh, you know, just a closer look at some of the kills that we had featured in both of them. Uh, and because I did that, I also had to look at some of the other uh, three Bs in the movie. So I also did one for uh, more of the, you know, quote, assets, you know, because there's <laughs> there's definitely uh, some lootiness involved in both the original and the remake. Boobs? Of course. And then yeah. uh, we also have direct nods to the original that appeared in Silent Night. Uh, 2012. But I think the biggest difference between these two when you look at it is with the original, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of like go through Billy's entire life from the incident that happened when right. his parents got murdered oh, to, the, yeah. you know, him growing up in the orphanage and how <laughs> that affected him and, you know, h- how he's been struggling with dealing with the holidays to his more adult life. Uh, when he, you know, actually finds a job at a toy store, and of course he ends up uh, having to fill in as the store Santa Claus, and that yeah, kind of just offsets him, uh, and then, you know, he goes on his rampage from that point. But in the remake, uh, we don't really get, like, the whole backstory until the oh, last man. the last 1% of the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And so much of it is... Uh, more in regards to the manhunt aspect of trying to find this killer Santa. And, there, you know, there's some red herons uh, thrown in there as well. But a lot of it is oh, more relentless. It, just, it, it, bite it. it just it jumps straight into the madness. Uh, and then it goes back a little bit mm-hmm. uh, to to end the movie. So a pretty, pretty distinct difference there. And so the remake also tailors in more of... Uh, comedy aspects so it's a pretty good mix of you know the -the over-the-top gore as well Mm -hmm. as you know the comic relief as well i would agree my favorite part of the remake well it wasn't my favorite part but one of the interesting parts is one of the earlier scenes where you see uh the bad santa cutting up the mask and then gluing on the the beard and i was like Mm -hmm. you never get to see these you know like you've got all these serial killers with all these masks and costumes, and you never get to see them put it together. I'm like, thanks. I wanted to see the arts and crafts. And, you know, he's got the lady screaming in the background. I'm like, that's exactly how that would go. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was very appreciative of that. Uh, what else did I like about the remake? Um, I I did like it quite a bit. I like Jamie King. I like, oh, of course, Malcolm. Uh, I was... <laughs> because I, I, yeah, <laughs> I always every time i say his name i think of andy mcdowell and then i'm like no wait wait no and then like no that's right <laughs> i love him he should be in everything i you know after clockwork orange like i don't know what i guess you know that was a pretty it's hitting the, such a high note so early on in your career it's kind of hard to like you know live up to that kind of shit but yes i wish i could see him more so that's definitely another uh big old perk of the remake mm-hmm. um we had some pretty good kills in the remake. Uh, and the original, I I was surprised how much I liked it, actually. <laughs> so the original Santa, the, the original, like, bad guy, Santa, gosh, he was bad. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, so the very first scene where he's, like, holding up a, a convenience store 
or one of the first scenes that it's <laughs> actually like the third scene or something like that where he's one of the earlier scenes where he's holding up the convenience store clerk and like he shoots him like like without any like without any being like sort of like raising like his blood pressure at all like he just mm-hmm. guns him down and he's like $31 <laughs> Merry Christmas and I'm like oh, what a check mm-hmm. and then of course he continues his reign of drugdom uh, through most of the movie and uh, and yeah and then of course you you switch on over to Billy you know becoming so traumatized and I have to admit that I also like the part where they had to hint very heavily about how not hint but point out very heavily about how attractive he is like did you notice that really <laughs> weird awkward scene where like when he's grown up and he's not even that grown up he's only 18 mm-hmm. barely legal and the the camera like pans up from like um his feet all the way especially through his crotch all the way up to his face and then the shopkeeper who's the the toy shopkeeper is like oh i want to help the church and you're like is this gonna turn into a side story <laughs> is he gonna get like manhandled by his boss he did not by the way <laughs> But it was just like, I really thought that was going somewhere. I really mm-hmm. thought that that was going to turn into a thing. Although I have to admit, I really, really appreciate when horror movies take it there. And like, you know, you could clearly see like, well, that's going to be a fetish in the future. <laughs> or, or when you see or when they like mix up your, your sexual emotions with mm-hmm. horror and you're like, well, that's going to be a fetish later. <laughs> ah, Christmas. <laughs> All right, so looking at the backstory in each of these ones. So in the original, we open up on Christmas Eve of 1971, uh, where we see this family on their way to visit, uh, you know, the grandpa who is uh, staying at the mental hospital. Um, oh, yeah. And it's there. Him too. Yeah, yeah, it's there where we meet uh, the young Billy and his parents. Uh, and, you know, the grandpa's health has only gotten worse over the years, and he's currently kind of, like, in this catatonic state, not really speaking, uh, but, you know, he's he's there, but not really there. Uh, and, you know, the parents are getting an update on, you know, the grandpa's health, and, of course, they leave Billy with grandpa alone, and surprisingly, you know, the grandpa uh, starts to talk to Billy uh, saying how, like, you know, Christmas Eve is the scariest night of the year, and he tells Billy that Santa Claus punishes all the naughty boys and girls, and warns Billy that if he sees Santa, to run for his life. And they actually did, uh, they, they did the same thing in the remake, which was very cute. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, so later that night, that's when we see, you know, a man dressed as Santa Claus who ends up, you know, robbing the store, as you had aforementioned, uh, you know, only getting at 31 measly dollars after shooting the cashier dead in the store. Uh, and then the Santa basically sets, like, this roadside trap, which, of course, the family uh, walks right into. And you see, you know, the Santa shooting the father through the windshield as he's trying to flee the scene and drive away. Uh, and then, you know, he proceeds to drag the mother out from the car. Uh, For a little and, rape scene. Yeah, and he, you know, he rips her shirt open to reveal her breast before uh, basically slitting her throat with the knife. And of course, you know, Which, Billy. incidentally, were yeah. you surprised that he didn't take it a step further? I'm like, you're already a piece of shit and you're not a necrophiliac. I guess good. I mean, but, uh, nor- I was like a little surprised. I was like, I mean, not surprised in a. I don't, I feel like a, I feel like a psycho just now for having said that. But you know what I mean? Where you're like, you're already very horrible. I'm surprised he was like, well, this one's done. Well, I mean, it's, it's a surprise. It's a surprise both before and after he, he kills her in this case. It is. It's Uh, true, yes. 
But Billy runs to hide, leaving his baby brother alone in the car. And of course, his baby fine. brother is uh, crying his eyes out. Uh, so, you know, fast forward and we see Billy growing up at this orphanage. Uh, and because of this incident that happened on Christmas Eve, he wants absolutely nothing to do with Santa Claus. It's so understandable. Mm -hmm. I can't believe, I, I mean, I was born in the 80s. So were you, I think. Yep. And it's like, really, like, did, I, I feel like, Maybe that was true where, like, they forced you to face your fears. Now it's like, you know what? It's probably best if we don't do that. It's probably best if you process them slowly over time. Like, damn, this whole movie was people were like, here, put on a Santa suit. Mm -hmm. Here, sit on Santa. Didn't Santa kill his parents? Uh-huh. Ugh. Ugh is all I got to say. <laughs> and, of course, uh, once Billy turns 18 and gets this job, he has to fill in as Santa. Uh, so when he dons the suit, that is when he snaps and he looks to punish all of the naughty uh I wouldn't, I, not, not, not necessarily children, but in this case, you know, most of the naughty adults. Now, the remake, the remake is uh, completely different ju just in the fact that, you know, you, you kind of have like that traumatic experience uh, from a child's perspective. But in the remake, you know, we don't learn anything about the killer's backstory until the very end of the movie. Uh, and right. we, we learn about this incident. And it's something that was actually like told over... Uh, one of the scenes between a deputy and, like, one of the persons of interest who they thought was the killer, uh, but turned out to just be the coke dealer. Uh, and it was basically set at this uh, Christmas party where a husband had burned his uh, wife alive using a flamethrower. Flamethrower! Uh, and then, you know, one of the deputies responded to the call and gunned the man <laughs> down. Uh, and, you know, that uh, deputy was actually uh, the father of uh, the deputy who... Uh, he's kind of like the main character in Silent Night. Uh, and, you know, while this father is, uh, or this husband is flamethrowing the, the wife to death, uh, we see that inside the truck is his young son, who you know, is watching, watching everything unfold, which leads him to go insane and seek out revenge over, you know, the town. Uh, so pretty, pretty drastic difference in that regard. And I have to say, like, the use of a flamethrower... Uh, was definitely something that felt, I'm not going to say force, but I felt like it was just like extra flair. <laughs> you know, you need something uh, distinguished. Yes. <laughs> I, I think flair is the right way to go or call this thing. I mean, but if you're in a Santa suit and you're terrorizing a town, I think you're into flair. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to take this moment to call out the fantastic performance, uh, not from the actress, but as the actress, as the character of the uh, the older lady in the toy shop, that is the last kill, kill in the toy shop. Mm -hmm. Can we just call out the fact that she did everything right? She's pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. Like she was the last person to get killed. And uh, because she runs into the back, he goes after her and she hides behind something and she builds a sort of a mock, you know, person sized, mm -hmm. you know, tower, which he tries to cleave or not cleave, but, you know hit with an axe and of course it's not her and then she pushes him and she runs and she picks up the axe on the way out second good move and then she goes to axe the 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 the, the door uh that's a window with like uh, a window door with like you know the the middle bar that you push and she was like no you know bar and then she goes to you know hit the window which would have been a better choice but of course that hesitation is what got her. And where the fuck did he get the, the <laughs> bow and arrow? Which apparently doesn't matter because he trained in that too. Yeah, um, it, it was like... He it, died. But it, she was, it, was a, yeah. it was like the Friday the 
13th remake, you know, Jason's just good with the bow, you know? <laughs> I really, I've never shot a bow and arrow, but much like, um, what else do I think I'm going to be naturally good at? Fishing. I and There's some things you're like, I could definitely do that. So <laughs> I think I might be super naturally good at the bow and arrow, but there's only one way to find out. Yeah. I thought the same thing about roller skating, but that turned out to be false. Uh, what about axe throwing? Have you done that? No, I want to try that very badly. Every it's, time uh, get... <laughs> it's 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 definitely an experience. <laughs> is it is it easy or is it very hard? Um, it takes some getting used to. Uh, but you know, it's you you can definitely learn it. Okay, you're, so you're, 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 cornhole, you're, I'm gonna pull to the left. Like that's the thing. Like you're either gonna be really good at this art or really terrible. Like there's no middle ground. I am surprisingly good at bowling, <laughs> so there's that. So maybe it's some of the same skills there. Mm-hmm. And you know, yes, I'm tooting my horn, but if you don't do it, who's gonna? Right. No one. No one's gonna toot yeah. your horn. All right. Yeah, then let's no. continue. All right. So uh, <laughs> let, let's take a look at some of the ways that uh, people get murdered in these movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So in the original, we have throat slid in, uh, Christmas mm-hmm. light strangulation. That was good. Uh, we have box cutter gutted. Yeah, that was also good. Um, oh, antlers. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Uh, I okay. kind of like went in order. Uh, we have hammer Whoa. bludgeoning. Uh, we have uh-huh. the arrow to the back. Uh-huh. Uh, we have the antler impalement. Antler impalement. Uh, phone line strangulation. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we have the uh, bully axe beheading. That was good. Uh, that was really good. I mean, you had to expect it, too. When, when, you, when, when a sled is introduced to a scene with a man who already is holding an axe, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> All you got to do is sit there quietly and mm-hmm. eagerly wait yeah. for the money shot, yes, which, of course, fun. delivers nicely. That was that was good. I liked it. <laughs> uh, and like oh, I already did mention that I like it when they make the killers attractive because it, it messes with your emotions. It adds to the roller coaster. Oh, it's the guest all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that movie with Brandon Fraser from the 90s, which doesn't narrow it down because he did all of most of his movies in the 90s. Right. <laughs> Ah, all right. So in the remake, uh, we yes. we have electrocution. Uh, we mm-hmm. we have the the teenage cattle prodding, <laughs> which is oh, fantastic. That was a very satisfying kill uh, because she was being such a rude little girl. Yeah, just slaps the pills out of her mother's hands. Drive me to the oh, fucking mall. <laughs> that was hilarious. What a bad mom. You need to discipline that child. Jesus. You know why it's so hard being a parent? Or you know that it's very hard being a parent when you see all these assholes walking around. Mm-hmm. Can't be easy. Yeah, and all the all those pills were to uh, help deal with this little <laughs> teenage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have multiple kills with sickles. Uh, we have, like, mm-hmm. gun in. We have uh, ball slashing. I was also very upset. <laughs> I was very upset about the... Um, the the tree churner. What are those things called? The tree chipper. Or the wood chipper. Yeah, the wood chipper. I was upset about the wood chipper because she had it in the bag. And then he turns on the wood chipper and she goes back towards the wood chipper. What the hell is wrong with this girl? Incidentally, <laughs> I also wanted to point out that never in my life, and this might be because I was raised uh, a Mexican Catholic, okay. never in my life had I had a moment where I just bare tittied, ran across <laughs> anywhere. Even if I was, there was no one around, mm-hmm. no. I've also never gone a day without wearing underwear that I remember. So, like, it just blows my mind that in both of these movies, you have women, like, just crazily running. Or, well, I know they're being chased. <laughs> 
But the first one didn't have an, an excuse. The one from the original, she was making out with her boyfriend. And she's like, oh, there's a cat at the door and it's the middle of winter. Let me open the door without a top on so I can get the, let the cat in. Never in my life. Um, and the second one, she, w- she was posing for porn. So that kind of makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just think to myself, like, I am so repressed. Mm. I have never just ran titties flapping. Not that mine are big <laughs> enough to flap. But it's just never happened. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever. Anyway, yes, I was very disappointed <laughs> by the wood chipper death. Because why? Why? You were already ahead of him. You're, you're, you're fit. You're fast. Just keep running. That was very annoying. Whoa. The, 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 what's the opposite of the MVP award? Whatever <laughs> that is she gets. Uh, sure. <laughs> and she was so smart about getting away. Like, I, I, th- I really liked... Uh, you know her her chase scene, right? Because mm-hmm. you know she runs into the bathroom and she and she locks the door, looking out the window. Big old drop. She can't make it. And then here comes back. You know, I keep calling him back Santa. I know that's a movie with Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then out comes like the dude who was taking her pictures for one last breath, just to shoot a you know a hole through the wall and distract Santa. And then out she goes, jumps, lands on the garbage bags. Pretty cool. They did a really uh, shitty special effect there, but I kind of enjoyed it actually. <laughs> did you? Did you? Like it was just very fake and funny. Mm-hmm. So, oh, she goes running. Okay. So yeah, I was upset because she did so much to get away, and then she hears a wood chipper, so she goes back to investigate the wood chipper. How? In what world does that make sense? <laughs> I know I should stop talking about this. It's, I've already talked about it for like a minute. I'm mm-hmm. gonna stop. Yeah. So. uh you know, in that sequence, we also have the leg dismemberment. Uh, we got the body disposal oh, yeah. via wood chipper, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Uh, we have the pervy pastor stabbing. Oh, that was fun because <laughs> he was so pervy. You really wanted him to see him get taken down. Yep, and sure enough, he does. Uh, we have the Christmas light strangulation. Uh, we mm-hmm. have Achilles heel slicing. <laughs> yeah, that was a close one. Yeah, we also have uh, another nod to the original with the antler impalement. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the bullet between the eyes, a flamethrower burning, and uh, mm-hmm. some brass knuckle bashing. That was pretty fun. So, uh, pretty, I enjoyed it. Pretty, pretty good variety, all, all in all, in regards to the kills. And, you know, some of them did carry over to the remake, which <laughs> was also nice to see. Yeah. I also enjoyed Jamie King's character. I thought that, uh, um, you know, showing fear because of past trauma, but then resourcefulness and, and perseverance. That was nice. I dug it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. It was a good movie. And then, of course, uh, with the lewdness aspects of these movies, you know, the original just had a thing for, like, ripping women's shirts off. Because it does it happen really multiple did, yeah. times like, you see a uh, in lot the of movie. Boobies. Mm-hmm. And you gotta appreciate like the '80s. They still, pre- you know, showing you the smaller ones, which which are fantastic. And so <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. So we, well, you, know, you know, like now they're all big and fake. You're like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, they don't move. They don't move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, we first see it when Billy's mother gets attacked uh, on Christmas Eve. Uh, we also. Uh, later see it when the dipshit toy store employee tries to force himself onto Pamela uh, in, you know, kind of like the the back sock area. Uh, Linnea Quigley, of course, as the Scream Queen, uh, gets topless in like literally every movie she's ever in. Uh, And, you know, her character is the one that ends up getting, uh, you know, hooked with the uh, antlers and impaled uh, topless. Uh, mm-hmm. After she is hooking up with her boyfriend, uh, and there's also like the the scene earlier in the movie too when uh, 
there's this uh, woman and man getting it on at the orphanage as well that, you know, Billy is spying on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Mother Spears like, do you know what they were doing up there? And Billy's like, no, Mother. <laughs> No mother. Yeah, you did. Well, maybe. Yeah, he did. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that mother superior though. That was quite a character. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I wasn't sure if I liked her or not because she was so brutal. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I guess she was trying to be like doing it for like a. I don't know. No, she was bad. <laughs> I we talked a little bit about the sequel, which uh, I wouldn't mind talking about because okay. it is so ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. But I really enjoyed the fight between Santa and the nun. So <laughs> <laughs> just for that reason, it might be worth talking about. So the sequel, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, is one of the laziest movies mm-hmm. ever fucking made. And I paid attention to this. And I believe that uh, no less than approximately 50 minutes worth of this hour and a half long movie are straight up like scenes from and by the straight up I don't I I, I feel like that doesn't that that's not harsh enough of a word mm-hmm. there's straight up like long scenes from the first movie that are dropped into part two yeah we're and not we're not flashes. talking about like retelling of like what no. happened or like flashbacks we're talking flashbacks. like direct cuts <laughs> like as in like five minutes worth of movie mm-hmm. at a time and so no less than 50 minutes because the first 40 minutes only about like i would say five minutes of the first 40 minutes are a new movie everything else is just like here let's just replay movie one in fact it was so ridiculous that i had a double check to make sure that my tv hadn't my Amazon hadn't accidentally like played the first part. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, there must be a mistake. Mm-hmm. Let me and then I retraced my steps and was like, no, that's that's the really annoying brother. <laughs> and so first off, yeah, that was that was pretty awful. Secondly, the actor who plays the lead in the second one, so I forget Billy's brother's name. Who is that? Tommy or some probably. I don't know. So uh also a very attractive actor, but pretty bad actor Mm -hmm. like even by b-movie standards he's fucking awful (laughs) but oh bless his heart that was fine but uh there were a couple of things that i really liked about number two the first one being uh the death scene to the yuppie or preppy boyfriend Mm -hmm. where he hooks up his car battery to his teeth and then cranks like the tester or whatever that was i don't know cars but it makes his eyes pop. I mean, that makes it sound like he was wearing eyeshadow. It makes his eyes explode. And it's, then his head explode, I think. And then he strangles his girlfriend with the antenna. But then my very favorite part of that is when the very last showdown is between him and a paralyzed nun. And she holds her own. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was amazing. I was rooting for the nun so hard. She falls down the stairs at one point. But it's actually like a, a good move for her because she manages to get away that way. And then she has another wheelchair waiting for her at the bottom of the stairs and she takes off in it. Yep, gotta, so, have, gotta have your escape plan, always. It was so good. I was so happy to see that. I was rooting for her. She gets a knife and she's like half mangle on her face, which incidentally, why? Did you think about that? <laughs> like in the first movie, like there's nothing wrong with her face. Like she's in a wheelchair, but... There's nothing wrong with her face. Like, she doesn't get acid thrown on her. That I Can you tell me if I'm wrong about that? Nope. Yeah, and then in the second movie, for no fucking reason, half her fucking face is missing. 
I don't know. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh I remember God. I remember the first time when I watched part two, you know, I had that similar experience where like is this just part one? Because a lot of it is just rehashed. And it's just like I, I I don't know if it was because they're like, okay, we're going to green light a sequel and it was like right away. Nope. Uh, or if it's Saving just money. like, okay, we just don't have a budget, so what what yep. can we do? All right, we're going to rehash 85% of the movie. All right, great idea. And they just ran with it. Terrible you idea. Know, <laughs> after Thanksgiving, there's no, there's no fucking reason to be so shitty at it. They made it happen with, was it $3,500? <laughs> fucking insane. You can write more story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the middle of part three right now, actually. <laughs> Fantastic. It is not great. <laughs> yeah, you should just, Tanya, just jump the five. We'll, it's we'll, got we'll this big old it. like it's got a big old like twin twin peaks feel to it where i um well i believe at least one of the actors from twin peaks is in it the doctor and then like i believe that they're either it's either the same actor although it doesn't quite look like him or they're sort of recreating the character of um shoot was it like luke or something the evil boyfriend that that sells drugs and is you know trafficking people and uh and then of course the main character's named Laura which somehow makes me feel like I'm right. <laughs> anyway, uh it's not worth it's not really. Worth, I'm going to get through it cuz I did not realize that there's a whole fucking franchise. Yeah. There's what I, How come we've never heard about this? Well, I had never heard about. I mean, I knew about the original and I knew about the uh 2012 remake, but I didn't realize there were five movies mm-hmm. ranging from like the 80s to the 90s. Yeah, well that's because most of the sequels are trash. That's probably why no one ever talks about them. They are trash. They're fucking trash. That makes me think like, why aren't we in movies? I feel like everybody's in movies. <laughs> Maybe not. I All mean, right. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter if you're a good actor or not. You could uh, still be Clearly in a movie. Ah, but anyways, oh, let's, let's... I know it's the hotness. Okay, I get it. Yeah, let's uh, let's go back to the assets in the remake. Okay, so yes. you were you were complaining uh, about uh, Courtney Palm's character uh, and why she would go towards the wood chipper. I don't care about that. <laughs> uh, with Courtney Palm, I remember when I first saw her in Zombieverse, which mm-hmm. fucking fantastic movie. I love that B movie. Uh, and that movie has a ton of eye candy, and Courtney Palm was definitely like the one that stuck out to me. So when I saw her in this, my mind was just blown because uh, you know she <laughs> she basically like plays this like softcore porn actress in this movie, and she's mm-hmm. you know posing. Uh, and of course, you know the killer ends up getting to the scene, and you know there's that fairly lengthy chase scene. But if you thought it's that, great, yeah. if you thought that chase scene was over the top in regards to <laughs> uh, the topless aspect of it. Uh, I, no. I, 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 well, I'm just saying, like, in regards to, like, how much, like, how long of a chasing it was for I that sort of thing, but... I liked how long it was. I just didn't like that she went back for the wood chipper sound. That's I, all. I, 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 I want to say it was in my bloody Valentine 3D when there was an even lengthier chase scene, and the chick was, like, buck naked throughout the Ooh. entire scene. <laughs> so, like, it, it just made me think of that scene because it's just, like, it's not necessarily something that you're expecting right out of the gate, but, you know, yeah. given, given the circumstances, it made sense for her to, you know, not put any clothes on and just try to flee the scene in this case. I uh, try to put myself in those shoes and think, like, what well, what would I be, like, doing? Would I be, mm-hmm. like, really, like, gunning it? Or would I be, like like hobbling because like i'm trying to you know cover myself up or something like i i've never been in the situation and i really do wonder what i do (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just, I don't know, man. What about you? You think you'd just do like dick flapping? Let's just go for it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to be pretty cold out there. Unless it's like a day like today <laughs> when it's like 65 uh, degrees outside. You know, that's not going to be so bad. Oh, but man. Oh, my God. So, if, if, you guys, if you guys haven't seen way too Catholic. <laughs> Zombievers, 100% you have to watch it. Okay. And, uh, you know, one of the best scenes in the movie is, you know, when you see, like, these college co-eds and they run into, uh, like, one of, like, the local people there uh, who's a hunter. And, uh, you know, he asks, you know, what they're doing. And they're like, oh, you know, we're just out here looking for beavers. And the hunter's like, hell, ain't we all? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just wish this would be more. I mean, it's not very uh, progressive of me, and, and I know I should be. But, uh, you know, like, more male objectification, please. Can we even <laughs> up the score? Just to be even. Although we did get a little bit of that in uh, in the original with the whole, like, oh, ain't Billy Hunt now, Mr. 18-year-old, which mm-hmm. makes me feel really creepy. I, he was not 18. There was no way. That dude was clearly, like, 25, north of 25. Which, as I hear myself say that, I think is, like, what a lot of guys in bars say. So I take it back. <laughs> Long story short... I guess nobody gets objective. I don't know. Or everyone does. Like, there's no middle yeah, ground. Yeah. <laughs> there's no middle ground. Yeah. Oh, you know what's really funny, too? So in, like, you know how uh, part two used so much of part one? Mm-hmm. However, uh, when they would replaying the scene where uh, the, the, the first uh, killer Santa uh, goes kills Billy's parents and then drags the mom out and throws her on the street to try to rape her... Well, in the in the original, they show her boobs. In the sequel, they do not. Terrible move. <laughs> I want no. I think like maybe <laughs> if you're an actress and you showed your boobs in one in one movie, you're like, wait a minute, sir. You paid for usage of this imagery for a very limited use. You don't have use of this in perpetuity. I don't get to be stock boobs forever. I, think I don't know. Maybe I think, maybe I think that's fair. Maybe it was in her contract like it was with Lenea Quickly in anything she or does. Maybe, or, maybe, <laughs> or maybe they're like, well, listen, if we want to keep our rating, we have to only show so many boobs. So oh, we got to pick them wisely. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's hide them here and then we'll show more there. Because so, at first I, cause I thought like, oh, maybe this one's going to be classy and there's not going to be any boobs. No, there were plenty of boobs. Not enough dick, though. I mean, that's that's true for, you know, most uh, genre movies or just most movies no in, in general. Yeah, I know. No dick. Few and far between uh, in that case. Uh, so also in the remake, looking at, uh, you know, some of the TNA aspects, you know, we got, you know, the skimpy Santa dresses that are being worn by the carolers. Uh, mm-hmm. You have the Christmas lingerie being worn by the mirror's daughter, Tiffany, uh, who was actually also at like that porn shoot, uh, picking up her envelope of cash. Uh, and oh. also snorting coke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk again, but I feel like I've been doing it too much. Let's okay. You finish your thought, and then we come back to the outfits mm-hmm. and the and the teenage daughter because I had some thoughts. Okay, so uh, Tiffany, uh, much like Lena Quigley's character in the original, is the one who gets impaled by the deer antlers. But in this case, you know she's she's in lingerie. You know she's not uh, you know topless like Lena was in it. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe, maybe they they oh, reached great, their uh, their their limit in regards to showing boobs. I, I, I or maybe know. they wanted to keep a little goddamn Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, when you first meet her, she's so snotty to her dad. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, what a bitch. And then, like, uh, that, I remember thinking that the very first time I saw the movie. And then recently when I watched it yesterday, I was like, wait a minute. She's actually 
kind of right, you know? Like, nothing she does is is bad. It's just that she's a little bit snotty, but then you're like, okay, so what is she snotty? Her dad is trying to, like, you know, be picture perfect because he's the mayor, and he's trying to, like, you know, do handshaking, baby kissing shit, you know? And so she's like, fuck that. And I'm like, actually, that's not a bad attitude. Yeah, yeah, go get it. And what? So she's wearing, like, a slutty, you know, Mrs. Santa Claus outfit. Go for it, man. You're in your prime body-wise, you know? Like, show it off. And then she's making out with some dude in, like, the cabin behind her house. Why the fuck not? Like, the more I think about it, like, the more I'm like, go for it, girl. And then she's, you know, you know she's, you know, dabbling a little a little uh, softcore pornography stuff. What else, man? You make, it's your body, it's your choices, and it's, and it's just pictures. You know, like, long story short, she seemed like a very nice girl. And <laughs> on top of that, I feel the same way about uh, the other girl in the pictures, too, who um, you know her name, and I haven't been able to pick Quiglione. What? Quiglione. Linnea Quigley? We're talking about the Quigley. <laughs> Quigley. Oh, wait, that's the first one. I'm sorry. Do you know the name of the, the second lady? The the other girl that was getting her foot uh, her photograph taken topless and that yeah, runs around topless. That, well, I mean, I, I, the I know the her. I know the actress name. I actually don't know her character name. Oh, I don't know either. But uh, that's that's Courtney Palm who plays Courtney her. Palm. She seemed mm-hmm. nice too. So yeah, I was like, uh, like all of a sudden I had to be like, wait a minute, she's nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, so 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 you know how you got hung up on the topless aspect of that chase scene uh, momentarily. Mm-hmm. I, I also had a, a moment like prude. that with Tiffany and the dude that she's been in in the, in the guest house, right? So, uh-huh. you know, Tiffany is, like, going down, performing oral sex on the guy. Uh, uh-huh. And she eventually, you know, slips into her, you know, her Christmas lingerie. And then she goes Which looks back. fantastic. She, she goes back, and the guy's not even fucking there. He's hiding in the damn closet. Like, in what His situation? His teenagers are idiots. And in I what know. situation is the guy not just, like, uh... I'm waiting right like here. Like, spitting I mean, at the mouth. <laughs> like, he's foaming yeah, at the exactly. mouth, ready ready to get back in action after, you know, uh, she didn't finish. Making you know, like, what the head. hell? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm like, wondering if this is, like, super hot varsity player mentality where it's like, oh, I'm going to fuck with her a little bit because you don't think that you're missing an opportunity at all or that you might fuck it up. I don't know. I wasn't that popular. Well, the whole, so, the whole idea of, like, oh, I'm going to scare the shit out of her is not the move to make because that would just ruin no. the fucking moment. And it totally did. She was like, you know what? I'm over it. I yeah, was like, yeah, oh, exactly. that's what you get. <laughs> so, like, that, that the guy's plan was a sure backfire, no matter, no matter how it was going to play out. It's just like, mm-hmm. what, what the fuck are you doing, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I also like that she, uh, um, I can't remember how this, uh, the scene, I mean, I know how the scene ends, but, uh, <laughs> There was one at one point where she was like, how did you get from the bathroom to the closet without me seeing you or mm-hmm. from the other door? And he was like, what are you talking about? She's like, wait a minute. And, uh, and she freaks out. and He's like, look, there's no one in the bedroom. And then he's mm-hmm. like, bam. So, oh, no, no, that's right. The Santa was right behind the door. Great. So uh, I also like that. See, another thing I like about this girl, she like she sees something's wrong and she doesn't go with the normal like um, horror movie logic of like, oh, well. That made no sense. Let's just forget about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad she was like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. She, was, she was great. I liked her lots. There, said it. Mm-hmm. All right. So talking about nods to the original that we saw in the remake, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have the similar backstory primarily in regards to the young boys witnessing uh, a murder 
uh, of one of their parents during the holidays, leading them down this path of destruction. Uh, we also have the grandfather coming out of a comatose state to uh, warn mm -hmm. the grandson. But in the remake, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's the teenager that's hooking up with uh, Tiffany in this case yeah. and not like a young boy. Uh, but, you know, the, the grandfather is still, you know, worse for worse, just like in the original. Uh, we uh, have the impalement scene with the antlers in both of them. And we also have uh, some similar kills in regards primarily to like the Chris the usage of Christmas lights uh, for strangulation purposes. Can we talk a little bit about how much I love or I'm sorry, how much we love Christmas horror movies? Because mm -hmm. it's like uh, horror movies but like cranked up to like Vegas level, right? Because not only do you get <laughs> horror, but then you get the over visual stimulation of like bright lights, red suits, you know, cr uh, party, party, party. You know, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's, I, I like presents. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People vulnerable to Santa Claus because they expect nice things to happen. <laughs> it's, uh, I love it. In fact, I mean, this is a little side story, so I won't take more than like, you know, 10 seconds saying this. But uh, I just heard about like this actual real life murder that happened where the guy went to kill his ex-wife's family and he did it dressed as Santa Claus because immediately like somebody in her family opened the door to him and then he like, bam, shot everybody. But it's just like, yeah, you know, you see somebody in the Santa suit, your first thought isn't this person's going to murder me. Unless you watch lots of horror movies, because <laughs> this is this is not what I think at all times. Or or if you're a teenager, you're like, oh, great. The fucking Salvation Army. And then you open yeah. the door, then you get cattle prodded. <laughs> I feel like nobody opens the door anymore. Right. I mean, I don't live in a house. I live in an apartment, so I don't open my door anyway. But uh, remember back in the day where it's like somebody knock on your door and you're like, hello, you know, before <laughs> cell phones where you're like, oh, hello, Jehovah's Witnesses. No. Not to uh, uh, insult any Jehovah's Witnesses, but you know, like back in the day where they'd come to your door. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. But uh, um, yeah, you just fucking open your door to see what was up. And then, yeah, there you are, vulnerable and like giving somebody total access to your home. And now you it's just insane. look at your uh, your doorbell cam. Yeah, you're like, no, can I help you? Put the package down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> times have definitely changed. Uh, in yeah, that regard, say, same with the, you know, the usual uh, never locking your door in the suburbs. Does Is that still a thing? Because I think you live in the suburbs, right? I do. Um, yes and no. Like, I feel like it depends on the state. Mm, Illinois, not so much. But, you know, I'm sure that's that. I, I remember primarily that being like a Canadian thing. I don't know if that's still the case. If we have any Canadian viewers, please let me know. <laughs> Is that still a thing? That's insane. I mean, uh, yeah, on, I, like, I could just ask Josh because he is Canadian. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll paint him. <laughs> I know that's like the same as like you putting your, you know, my or me putting my purse down at like a restaurant or a Starbucks and walking away from it. Like you, I don't know. It's just like, it, why would you tempt fate? Mm -hmm. It's just insane. I'm sorry. All right, so other other aspects, yeah, other aspects of, uh, you know, just kind of like seeing the progression of Billy's character in the original. You know, we spent a lot of time with him as a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we have like the uh, the initial drawing he does in class during like the show and tell uh, <laughs> where he basically draws Santa Claus and a reindeer getting repeatedly stabbed to death. And, of course, uh, that puts him in the in the bad graces uh, of Mother Superior in the movie, and like that character, 
is like such a bitch all the time where it's where it's just a point where it's like you know she's constantly arguing with sister margaret about how to handle the situation with billy and sister margaret is constantly like trying to make sure that billy just still has the opportunity to be a kid you know to go outside and mm-hmm. go play to build the snowman uh, to, you know, just trying to get him involved just at all. Uh, but, you know, Mother Superior is just like, no, you know, I'm just going to lock him in his room. Uh, if he wakes up from his nightmare uh, <laughs> where he, you know, relives uh, past trauma, we're just going to tie him to the fucking bed. Like, what, so is, what is going on? <laughs> she's so bad. And she's like, we have to protect the children. I'm like, from you? Yeah. Hey, girl, she's so bad. In fact, I have to admit, like, I really love that part of uh, part two because that was the whole thing, right? Their whole thing was like, okay, Billy's brother is going to hate nuns. Mm-hmm. And he gets he gets triggered. Not only does he get triggered by Christmas, so they put him with a Jewish family, which is a really good move. And, um, oh, and in, in the second one, he doesn't hurt his, his adopted family, so that was kind of nice. And uh, But he gets triggered by the color red, and then he gets triggered by nuns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> so it was just like... Just a matter of time. How did you make it to 18? <laughs> so, I I don't know. That was, I don't know. I love that part. And again, like I said, I feel like, I feel like somebody came up with the Santa fighting a nun scene and then they worked backwards from that <laughs> and then they ran out of money. Because <laughs> right. that was beautiful. Yeah, and also, you know, when we meet Billy, when he's uh, turning 18 and working at the toy store, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I know you mentioned like just like the camera work of, you know, just like a slow pan from the feet <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, but you like, also, you it, also like, had like that really bizarre, like five minute montage of like stocking shelves at the toy no store. And I'm just like, Talk about what, what, what is the point of this scene? Like, this is just all basic stuff you would normally be doing on your job. Is it like the show, like, hey, this boy can do this job? Uh, yeah, Great. Like, at the end, <laughs> he has that interaction with his coworker who's like, hey, man, I don't like your attitude. And then Billy's like, you think I care about this job? I'm like, you just had a whole montage that said you care about this job. And he's like, because I don't. And I'm like, well, then why did you fucking give us a fucking montage? Yeah, just leave me alone, man. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Billy. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was that was a fun movie. <laughs> you know, and you know, Billy, Billy made the mistake. And okay, here's the here's the other thing too. Uh, the 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 person who was supposed to be Santa Claus at this store mm-hmm. uh, gets injured ice skating. Like, okay, you you know, okay, you have this job lined up, and you know. I, it, it might be demanding dependent on, you know, how many kids you have to see uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, what location you're at. But, you know, you would think like, hey, this is my source of income. Uh, why go out and fucking ice skate <laughs> like the day before to uh, to something that's one, not easy to do mm-hmm. uh, Two has a very high risk of injury. <laughs> it's just like, what is this guy thinking? And then, of course, it's just a terrible idea of Billy being like. Oh, gee, Mr. Sims, whatever it is, I'll do it. I'll do anything. Because all, 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 all of a sudden, Billy's like <laughs> this team player at this store job that he doesn't give a job, shit about. <laughs> there was a lot of inconsistencies, but overall, the movie uh, really hit a lot of good notes. Oh, my God. I almost forgot to mention it. They killed a deaf 
nice priest dressed as a Santa, and they shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was <laughs> fucking vicious. That was really sad. Like in the remake, they killed a bunch of no- uh, non-killer Santas. Although ah, that one was a killer Santa, though, wasn't he? He was just a different kind of killer Santa. Mm-hmm. The really like the nasty dude who like had lost everything in his life and hated himself. Right. Uh. But yeah, in the original though, they they killed a perfectly nice man dressed as Santa Claus, and that was really sad. And then Mother Superior wasn't that upset. I mean, she was upset, but she tells a cop, "Oh, we're be fine. Don't you think you've done enough?" As then killed our priest. Yeah, that was. Uh, I want to say it was like was Father oddly, O'Brien was who got shot. That, yeah, that was oddly glossed over. Can we talk about that? They're like, "Oh well, let's go on and open some fucking presents." Well, okay, oh, like that's that's wow. the, that's the other thing too in regards. To, okay, like your perp is mm-hmm. someone dressed as Santa Claus, and of course, you know, as as a, a casual viewer, you know, not you're just like, well, wait, that really doesn't narrow it down. It's Christmas, <laughs> like, uh, so we're just what we're we're just gonna lock up everyone who's dressed as Santa Claus. I mean, in the remake, they kind of question mm. they they bring in a lot of people uh, for. You know, for interrogation purposes, uh, only to find, uh, you know, someone who does kind of like match, yeah, uh, who the guy could be to like one of the bars. But it's just it's... in the original, it's just the fact that like, okay, there's a Santa. <laughs> oh, that's our guy immediately right out of the shoot gate. Shoot him! <laughs> shoot him in the back. All I right, mean, our job here is done. You know. Did you know that there's this crazy story uh, or this crazy thing that happened that uh, it was during one of the San- Santa cons where uh, a man held up a bank. And he got away with it because he was dressed like Santa Claus during SantaCon. Isn't that insane? So <laughs> it is a very real thing mm-hmm. that we are vulnerable to evil Santas mm-hmm. during this period. And I was thinking to myself, well, I guess they could they could um they could cancel out all the sexy Mrs. Santas and sexy Santas. <laughs> you know, you're like you just got them with the basic ones. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's just uh it's still an honest to God possible way to get hurt. By a Santa Claus. Yeah. Children, listen. Yeah. I mean, you either yeah. uh, watch your parents get murdered when you're young, have a bad experience with Santa, and just, you know, can't sit still on his lap, or, you know, maybe the Santa pops a boater when you sit on his lap. You don't know. It's, you know, 2021. Anything uh, can happen. Anything can happen. And some of them can just openly rob a bank, dress as Santa, and get away with it because he slips into uh, this crowd of yeah. other Santas, and you're just never mm-hmm. going to know who the right guy is. That's right. That's insane. Ugh. My goodness. Good stuff. But I want to talk you know about... What's really... I want to talk about <laughs> really quick. About? The ending yes. of the original... Uh, so, you know, Billy does eventually make it back to the orphanage, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, he tries to axe, uh, Mother Superior, <laughs> uh, but ends up getting shot in the back twice, uh, by the yes. police, and, you know, Billy exclaims, like, with his, like, dying breath that, you know, telling the kids, like, hey, you know, it's, it's safe now. Santa Claus Santa's- is gone. And, yeah. you know, Mother Mother Superior the entire time is, like, trying to hold back the kids being like, Santa Claus isn't real. Like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> like, you're going to ruin I Christmas was, what are you for everyone. Now, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know why I have a soft spot for Mother Superior. I think it's because, like, 
she means well, but she does bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I mean like the part where like she finds the couple going at it and she takes a belt and she belts them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that couple was grown. I mean, maybe they were like teenagers, but by teenagers, we're talking like 1920. Like they're not like kids. So it's like, Jesus Christ, just tell them to get the fuck out. Why are you beating them? But it's the 80s. It's the early 80s. I was only three when this movie came out. Yeah, nowadays Jeez. people would be into that. I know, right? <laughs> people pay good money for that kind of shit. <laughs> but uh, oh, I was thinking about how I was trying to tell you about one of my favorite Killer Santa movies. Mm-hmm. And and I was telling you the plot and you're like, that is literally every Killer <laughs> Santa movie. <laughs> because, yeah, the plot is he's a psycho. <laughs> he's dressed as Santa. He kills a bunch. There's a whole manhunt for him. And you're like, yeah. That matches yeah, like that is everything. 40 different movies. <laughs> and I cannot remember the name of this goddamn movie, but it, I think it was a 70s movie. So that might narrow it down. But uh, yeah, that's literally the, the plot of every single killer or Santa movie. Absolutely every single <laughs> one. So... <laughs> But you know what? When it works, why mm-hmm. mess with it, right? We'll fix. Why fix what ain't broke? Absolutely. <sighs> we should make a killer Santa movie. It was fantastic. Yeah, also, we- he had a very creepy mask in the remake, but people still treated him like a normal Santa. I'm like, can't you tell? Can't you tell he's not right? He's dirty, and he's got a weird mask. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but you know, I have uh, contributed, contributed, contributed. To- <laughs> to the um the mayhem i have gift i gifted my mom and dad uh, a santa and mrs santa claus uh costumes which were very successful mm-hmm. and they have now passed them on and so in my family now it's going to become a tradition where a family has the suits and when they're no longer using them for children like they send them up to another family that has children so with any luck i'm contributing to the uh, the perpetuity of this you know santa claus mayhem yeah let's just hope in uh future instances when you know one of the dads dons the santa suit that mm-hmm. they don't try to climb into the kid's window via ladder and then get gunned down by the police like in the movie. <laughs> like, that was the other thing. Again, Damn, oh, again right. just outright, okay, it's it's a guy dressed as Santa. That must be the dude. Because, you know, him, like, going <laughs> up to through the window. I mean, I'll, I'll admit, hilarious. a little bit more suspicious than Father O'Brien just wandering to the orphanage. Because, uh, you know, in this case, it, it at least looks like a and <laughs> So I, I guess there might be more justification in regards to this one, but still. Well, my fear is, like, the man wasn't responding. He's deaf, you <laughs> asshole. You just shot a deaf priest dressed as a Santa Claus in the back. He's like, well, I'm going to go check the shed. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I I don't know. Do you feel that maybe watching this many horror movies has affected the way that you'll react to uh, emergency situations? <laughs> like, do you think? Do you think that if you were to like come upon a body, you would be like, shh, <laughs> or, or it'd be one of the situations where like, ooh, a new Halloween prop. 
Ah, yeah, I yeah. pretty. I think that watching a lot of horror movies has uh, taken the screams out of me. Because you know, like what happened a lot in uh, in both of the movies, both in the original and the remake, is like a person finds a body and they just pelt. They just <laughs> let it out, and you know, like just. And I think there's, you know, there's two reasons to scream, right? One out of fright, and one to sound the alarm, right? But in my head, I'm like the killer is very likely still there. But I feel like in real life, you don't come across that situation a lot. In real life, you come across a situation of like, I've come upon an accident and I'm very slowly going to walk away from it just mm -hmm. in case it was a murder. Uh, I don't know. I think I am ruined for life. Yeah. How about you? I mean, you, you it's one of two things. You either scream or you vomit. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm definitely not a vomiter. Like uh, the deputy did in the remake when she first yeah. got to the abandoned house where the other that deputy was, a was rough scene, though. Mm -hmm. That was a good rough house. I mean, that was a rough scene, too. That was kind of fun where it's like, oh, like pieces of stuff everywhere. And like it was it was a nice little horror scene. And then Malcolm McDowell comes on and he's like, you can't handle this. You're not yeah. equipped. <laughs> yeah, snap out of this woman. <laughs> oh, he was a little annoying, but it's kind of hard to hate him because he's Malcolm McDowell and everybody loves him and I love him. He's great. What's going on with him these days? I don't know. Let's call him. <laughs> Let's get him on the line. Uh, yeah. I bet he'd do it. You know, I bet he does cameo. <laughs> Could we get him like watch handle or he'd probably say watch handle with scare. So we're a podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to look that up. I want to see if he does cameos. I bet he's like 70 bucks. You know, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is only 50 bucks. I'm really considering it. Do you think they do dirty <laughs> stuff? They probably, uh, do probably stuff, not. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't have to do dirty stuff. They just have to say dirty stuff. Nah, I don't think that's going to help your case. <laughs> <laughs> I bet James Marsters get that, gets that a lot. All right, so uh, original versus remake. I, ha I have to know, like, how how would you rank these movies? Now, I know for me. You know, there's a certain, like, sleaziness aspect of the original, mm -hmm. and I, I do like that they, you know, kind of, like, spent the time for you to get to know uh, Billy's traumas before slowly mm -hmm. progression through, like, his entire uh, life, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, the remake definitely has, I think, a, a better balance, and I, I find the remake better from a story perspective just because I, I prefer the whole whodunit aspect and like trying to like narrow down who the potential killer is having yeah. the red herons to just Mel Malcolm McDowell definitely helps make that movie absolutely 100% so like I felt like the, the remake in many ways is a better movie but I, I don't think it necessarily has the same charm as the original but that's primarily just because the original has gone on to uh, you know acquire that cult status but I honestly mm -hmm. prefer the 2012 version uh, between the two Okay, um, I'm going to see original first and then remake. But let's be real clear. They're two completely different movies. They're mm -hmm. not, they share qualities, but they're not anywhere near similar enough to compare. It's other a than remake. some, I mean, we made it happen. But you know. um, and, and, this, and the remake was absolutely fantastic. I loved it very much. It was, it was great. I'm going to go with the original for one very weird thing. The sexual aspect. I mean, <laughs> this is this is quite frankly like the the you know the the quintessential eighties. Let's mix sexual weirdness with horror, mm -hmm. and let's make sure we're creating generations of weirdos to come because that's exactly what they did, and it still works. 
And um, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's certainly interesting. <laughs> and uh, that's that's my vote. Yeah, I vote for sexy weird. Yeah, and I know I know my friend Jessica is uh, you know tallying right now. You know that I'm only picking the the remake because you know the main actress is a brunette, and it also Aww. had Courtney Palm in it. So you know she's she's gonna be ah. she's gonna be all over that. But you know she, I'm pretty sure she's uh, on this side. Did of the you just say anyway. the main actress is a brunette in the remake? Yeah. No, she's not. We're t- the because you're talking about we were talking about the act, main actress in the remake is Jamie King. Who wait was she blonde? Not blonde in this. No. She's Jamie King's the main actress, and then the secondary actress could be like the the daughter, who's also blonde. I I just think you really like this uh, brunette actress. <laughs> you just gave her the role, the leading role in your head. No, I'm sorry, Jamie, that was that Jamie, was a little mean. The deputy was for sure brunette. <laughs> well, it well what was she? I think it was because I'm so used to seeing her as a blonde that I don't. Yeah, I think I think you have it backwards. Well, first of all, Jamie King has always been a blonde, and if she was a brunette in this, I'd take it back. But if she was a brunette in this, can you hear me? Because I just switched yeah. on to my, to my like, Jamie King. Let me just think. <laughs> Let me look this up. Because, because, um, I can't, I think maybe just uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2012. <sighs> Images. <laughs> oh, it's all the Santa Claus. Hold on a second. Yeah, it's exactly Hold what you're on. looking for. You're looking for all the dirty Santa Clauses. <laughs> the dirty Santa. Actually, the the teenage daughters in a lot of these images. Hold on a second. Let me the, put in Jamie King as well. The other thing too, I will say about the remake, I appreciate the fact that we had more drawn out fight scenes because it wasn't just it just didn't happen with the you know modeled escape from the yeah, uh, shady motel. We also had it later on. Uh, between the killer and deputy as well, when she eventually does get the flamethrower uh, to uh, to to burn the guy to the ground. But unfortunately, you know, in typical uh, horror cliche fashion, the perpetrator gets away with it. And uh, yeah, happy ending all oh around. Oh my God, have I been wrong all these years? No, I I feel like, okay, maybe it's because I remember Jamie King the most from uh, that movie she did with Jason Schwartz. Okay. Um, where uh, he's obsessed with her and they're in college and she's she wants some other dude. Um, but has she been a brunette like since or something? I guess so. Look at I mean, that. I think you're right. That, that, I think you're absolutely right. Reg- I take regardless, you know, when it comes to actresses in movies, there there are way too many instances where they recolor the hair. Yeah, absolutely. So in it, most cases, she million, she yeah. might she might be blonde, but I'm just saying in this case, I'm pretty sure she was a brunette. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it might just be like, you know, a brunette with like, you know, not as dark a hair as what mm-hmm. I'm used to seeing. Because I'm like, like a black brown hair, like mm-hmm. where the sun hits it, it only looks darker. Right. Whereas her, where it's like the sun hits it, it looks a little amber. Yeah, little things like that. Okay, I get it. I see it. I see it. All right, so looking ahead next week, we're going to be talking another original versus remake discussion. <gasps> Uh, so we have Black Christmas, which was released in 1974 by Bob Clark. And then we have the remake, uh, Black Xmas, uh, released in 2006 by Glenn Morgan. Now, I know what you guys are saying. Well, T, there's another Black Christmas movie that was recently released in theaters, uh, in 20... What? What year was it? It was so bad, I forgot what year it came out. (laughs) 
2019, looks like. Mm. Which That's was very recent. Uh, a couple of years ago. I saw it in theaters, and it was one of those movies that is like, hey, I like the name of that movie. Yoink. Yeah. Because it's not really a remake. Mm-mm. It's not even a loose I haven't remake. seen it. Okay. It's it's a name alone, and that's about it. Uh, so, cool name. Let's not so let's not lie. Cool I name. mean, it's the same reason why Silent Night has been used so many times. You know, it's it's just a good name. Is there a movie called Red Christmas? Because we should like you know copyright yeah, there, that. There there is a movie called Red Christmas. Oh, of course. And I. It's too good. I've seen it. Blue Christmas, Green Christmas. I mean, Christmas. what? Now you're just naming Brown every color. Christmas? Yeah, that's that'd be a shitty bad. year. Uh, the red, Christmas. the red Christmas has uh, D. Wallace in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but also, uh. also a pretty mid uh, holiday movie. So, okay. To, to be fair, a lot of the, a lot of them are, uh, especially when you consider it like the uh, anthology movies. I still like. I'd like to think that for only thirty five hundred dollars, we could make a memorable movie that will live off, live on in infamy, just like Thanksgiving, and it's just uh it's inspiring. It's, which, it, it, <laughs> which, by the way, I did watch the musical. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you sent me a link to that, and I was like, I "I'm okay, I'm okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it was good, or yeah. was it like can't be good? You were like, "I hate it so much, I love it." Kind no, of thing? no, it was good. I mean, I I am a theater nerd, so it. You were a theater nerd. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I had a good time oh, with it, and uh, the chick, who, cool. the chick who played the slut in the in the in the musical definite mm-hmm. upgrade over the over the one in the uh, in the movie oh very cool awesome but all in all it's it was it was worth watching you know and it's basically like the same runtime as the oh. movie as well so you know, <laughs> 80 minutes how was the turkey was the turkey solid uh i mean it's not so much a turkey as it is just a man oh i mean like was but it tender it, <laughs> <laughs> i mean turkey was uh it was pretty brutal Oh well, you know that's that's what it call, that's what the script calls for. Absolutely. So yeah, next week another original versus remake discussion for Black Christmas. Uh, but you know, before we get out of here, we got to tell you how you can contact our show. First things first, uh, we did launch a Patreon page. So <gasps> if any of our listeners out there are looking to directly contribute nice. to the show, yeah, uh, give us money. Yeah, money shilling uh money grab promo we don't have one uh but you know we have tiers starting <laughs> at just one dollar a month and you can learn uh you can earn any number of perks uh, which include shout outs uh you know you could uh pick a phobia for us to discuss or a specific movie for a phobia or you could Ooh. get exclusive first looks for merchandise that is going to be launching we- here soon are we going to be asking for money to do stuff like um, like OnlyFans, but on Patreon? Like, <laughs> if you give us like if you give us fifty bucks, we'll review any horror movie you want. Or like, if you give us a thousand dollars, Holly will finally run bare chested through a field. You will not get video <laughs> content of this at all, but I promise to do it, and then I will re- report back how I felt about it. I'm pretty sure that's not how Patreon works. That's only fans, though. Huh? But okay. uh, that's another website. Uh, but you know, we're also going to be doing exclusive content for our Patreon, which will primarily be <gasps> commentary tracks. Yeah. Uh, which so we excited. we we have a holiday one planned after 
our inside recording, which will be the final week of December. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm acting excited or surprised. Uh, and yeah, yes, I've told, I've told you multiple <laughs> times, Holly, uh, but we're going to we're gonna do a commentary I track. Drink, okay? Sometimes things kind of <laughs> slip on by. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do a commentary track for Treevenge, which is a really hilarious B-movie short, which I cannot wait to show you because it is fantastic and it's something I watch every Yay. every uh, slay season. Uh, so you can check that out at patreon.com slash handle with scare. And, you know, shout out to uh, our patron, Bob, or Lonely Bob, who's one of our regulars on Twisted Tuesday, <gasps> which, uh, by the way, he, he already sent in his phobia that he wants us to do for January. What's that? And I'll let you know right now, uh, we're going to be talking about some ghosts. Uh, he, <gasps> fear of ghosts? He picked the uh, phasmophobia, which is the fear of the supernatural. But isn't that like everybody's fear? <laughs> but no, not I'm not putting it down. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. We're I doing it. we're doing a J horror spin on it. That's yeah. oh J horror. Okay, yep. okay. You know the scariest movie I ever saw. Which um, well, let me rephrase that. The most reaction I had to a scary movie ever was to The Grudge. I okay. showered with the with the shower curtain drawn <laughs> for two weeks. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. For two weeks, I showered with the curtain drawn, so like getting water all over the floor, because I couldn't bear the thought of not knowing what was that close to my face. You know what I mean? Where like you think like, oh, maybe a hand comes around the shower curtain. No. So I showered with my eyes peeled, staring at the door. I was already like 20 <laughs> when that movie fucking came out. I was in college. Oh, it was bad, and it was also good. Yeah. Unlike that last grudge, that was just plain bad. Besides yeah, the that point, was the though, first one. Oh, oh, what was your, what was the What was the movie that did that to you? Or are we going too long? Should we wrap it up? I'm sorry. Uh, In regards to Night the Terror, podcast, or just in general? Oh, well, no, just the movie that gave you the worst reaction, where, like, it could have been, like, today, or, because not, not the best movie, and not the scariest movie, but the movie that your brain was just like, fuck this, and just went crazy over. Well, I'll tell you the one with, that, with fear. That, that scared me the most as a kid, and it's not even a horror movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, you know, I really like animals, and, you know, I'm a dog owner. Uh, when I was, when I was young, I was, I would typically have night terrors about the Sandlot because of the dog growling in that movie. Now, I, I, I I know, like, the actual dog in the movie does not match, you know, what, what all the kids were hearing, but, like, just that growling noise would keep me up at night when I was young. Wow. Um, you know, when I, when that movie came out, I was, like, 13, and, uh, the idea of Mike Vitar kept me up at Mm. night, but that was, that's a whole different story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> actually, I actually can't remember how old I was during that movie because I can't remember when it came out, but I remember mm-hmm. Mike Victor. And it was it was age appropriate, okay? Right. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up, man. I've, I've talked for too long. All right. So outside of our Patreon, you can also find us over on Instagram uh, at Instagram.com slash Handle With Scare Pod. We do have our YouTube channel uh, that is also Handle With Scare Pod. Of course, you can contact us via Twitter at Handle With Scare. Or email the show at Handle With Scare Pod at gmail.com. Uh, and our website is handledwithscarepod.com where you can find all our episodes uh, and all of our social links on there as well. But for now, Holly, that is going to do it for us here tonight on yes. Handle With Scare. This has been our yes. original versus remake discussion for Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, which it's has been my favorite episode, episode 38. <laughs> and we'll see you guys back next week for another original versus remake discussion, this time on Black Christmas, which the remake is also fantastic so i'm looking forward to next week excited you guys take care enjoy your weeks and have a good night